listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 353. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to dip our toes in the oil. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? We are back. Good. What is going down? That Wow, we said everything different, and now I'm not sure how to respond to anything. But I do know that at this point in the show, I usually say that you should go check out our business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, because they are your source for all your gaming needs. Oh, specifically, all of your Phyrexia all will be one gaming needs. And if you buy any, which you're going to do it anyways. CCO Slam, baby, save 5%. That's what he said. I said I was gonna say, but when you use that code, you save five percent off on all the stuff that you're gonna buy. And and I want to throw this out there: we haven't released one yet because I haven't had time to do anything with what you sent me. But the BBO of CCO is coming. Mm-hmm. That's Brando's box openings on the Commander Cookout YouTube channel. Yeah, and we know it's a good one that when you buy sealed product. You need to do it in the country that you live in because you like vendors can't ship sealed product over the border. Weird rules. Yeah, it's a thing. So our friends in the land of the free, that is America, where they use bald eagle to bald eagle piss to for gasoline and freedom dollars to buy stuff. Is that real? Yes. Is that true? Hundred percent true. It's on the internet. Neat. So if you live there and you want to get a discount on your booster boxes, we got an excellent solution for you. Oh, yeah, because you can use the thing and then ship it to me, and I'll open it for you, make a video out of it. It'll be super funny, and then I'll mail it all to you in a box. So if you like Brando's kookiness, if you like to see what he looks like when he doesn't brush his hair, if you like to see him try to open booster packs... I'm really bad at I'm gonna, it. I'm going to give you... I'm going to let you interpret that how you will... You can get in contact with Brando. If you're a patron, it's really easy because you can do it on the Patreon exclusive Discord. If you want to do it on Twitter, at CCO Brando there. And you can coordinate. Yeah. You can coordinate a box going to Brando that he'll open up on the BBO of CCO. You'll see all the cards. Yeah. I guess, so you can verify whether he's ripping you off or not. <laughs> we'll post it, and it'll be totally funny. We'll we'll shout you out. We'll mention you. If you got a nickname, you'll be on there. Yeah. And then that way, you can still order the cards from Fusion and get a discount. And then at that point, when you receive them, they're open, so we're not breaking the law. Neat. I love breaking the law. Except not for- Not breaking the law. Oh, yes. Yes, what, right. The second- yes. And I promise you, like <laughs> 90% of the time, I won't steal. Oh, good. Yep. That's a very high percentage That's a really, of time. the odds are in your favor that I will not keep your cards. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe some tokens, though, because I know that you love tokens and non-foil basics, and I know that you love to keep and hoard draft chaff. I know that you love all of that stuff, and you just leave it all over your house. And when cards, and you throw them onto the floor, and you forget, and you slip on them later... That's your favorite thing. It is my favorite thing. Yeah. So those are the ones he was talking about. Those ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all the chaff. Yeah, that's right. The the fourteenth <laughs> Liliana's Harbringer or whatever it was they open. I remember I had that once. I opened like seven of the same rare, all on the Ooh. floor, and they stayed there for a long time. Ooh. I was very upset with them. Ooh. Speaking of chaff, we've got CCO Sidewalk Slam Seven. It's out. Oh yeah, we do. Number eight. CCO Crazy 8s is recorded, but because I'm going on vacation and I haven't yet in this timeline, Mm -hmm. it isn't out yet. Right. So. Soon. Yeah. Not yet, but soon. If you're a patron, you can get it early as long as Tyler can get it done on time. Big shout out to Tyler for doing all the hard work on that. And Joe for doing all the hard work on this show, which is on YouTube as well as wherever you're listening to it. And you should watch it there. I just said it real nice. I said it real politely because I'm serious. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm kidding when I say that you should watch us on YouTube because it's real good. Oh, man. Fantastic. We actually forgot to do something on last week's bonus episode. And I know what it is because you told me before we started the recording. We forgot to give away the prize for guessing which commander we were going to do on the bonus episode last week. Right? Yes. Right. Okay. So this is probably for the pre-show for episode 351. And by this point in this timeline, we're 353. And I've got the winner who guessed, get this, Lavon 
and Haunted One. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. That was a long remember, time ago. Remember how bad the hints were? They were terrible. And, and they still got it. Lots of I told you, they're smart. One they're guy. smart people One guy. Out there. And I think that it might have been the winner was like, okay, I'll put it out there. I'm going to guess this. And everybody was like, yeah, me too. Yeah, me, me too. Me yeah, too. I will so also try that. Everybody was right together or wrong together. Yes. And I, luckily for Scott C. Scott's like S E E? S E A? Nope. Just C? Yes. Like the letter C? Yes. Mm, Scott C? For? Scott um, Coxworth. Scott could be a winner if he emails commandercookout at gmail.com, tells us if he wants a booster pack, a sticker pack, which may contain new stickers. Who can say in this timeline? Yeah. Or a CCO token pack, which I don't think have the Ryan zombies anymore. I think we're all out of those. How are we out of Ryan zombies? I have zombies? no idea. That doesn't even make sense. I did drop some of them in on the floor of the car one time, and, and some of them got water damaged. I'll see if I have men. Maybe that's how. Maybe I have some zombies at the house. But you tell us what you win. You tell us that it's you in real life and you're not gaming the system trying to steal from Scott C because you ruin it from everybody. Yeah, don't screw it up for everyone, okay? And you tell us where you live. All in one email so I don't have to chase you down because I'm not going to want to do that when I get back from vacation. I'm just not. And I'm not going to do it while Ryan's on vacation because I'm steering the ship and I'm very busy when I steer things. And I focus on steering like, the thing. Like Steamboat Willie. That's, I steer, <laughs> and I'm I'm very focused on the things of getting where I need to go. Not about all this tertiary crap. So what like do you, pedestrians and birds and potholes and other things that happen mm. on the road while I'm driving. What do you think you're going to need for when you're... Okay, so in February, Brando is, is taking over in... Um, Content direction, we're going to call it. I'm the boss. You're going to be the content director. Yeah. So you're going to need Phyrexia all will be one deck lists. Yep. Yep. I put out two specific asks on the Discord. I'll put it out here on the general show as well. I would like for us to do some kind of a new, what is it, poisonous, venomous, whatever the hell that is. Toxic. The new toxic. There it is, yep. The new toxic deck. Toxic matters. I would like to do a deck about that. Yep. And I would like to do preferably a Mardu equipment-based token list. But it's got to be new with new Phyrexia and, commanders. Yes. It's got to be the Phyrexian commanders. Yes, because I'm, I'm intrigued by the Formiridon mechanic. I'm intrigued oh, by it. Oh, okay. And I, I wanted to add some Mardu in there because I think that there's probably something cool that, we can, that can be done. And then you get to add in all of the... The germ-making ones, is, is there a Mardu commander? There probably is. They haven't all been spoiled in this timeline. Yeah, that's why, we're, that's why we're doing one that was today. Yeah. So you're going to need deck lists. You can send them into commandercookout at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can put them in the preferred deck list channel if you have that benefit, according to your patronage. Mm-hmm. That's another benefit. Or the the regular deck list channel on the Discord. All three of those places are excellent places. And make sure you tag me if you're on the Discord or I won't see it. Oh, yeah. I'm no, real yeah, bad yeah. at that stuff. Mm-hmm. So make sure you tag me because I'll see that. Yep, yep, and then I'll yep, save yep. it all. And if you want to send it to commandercookout at gmail.com, you've got a list you're dying to share, I'll take a look at that too because yep. I'm, I'm in there and that's important things. And if you have thoughts on anything to do with... Any of the new stuff coming out with Phyrexia All Be One, let me know, and yep. maybe we can like get it in there. It. Oh yeah, ta- we'll scissor, we'll yeah. scissor daddy ass it in there. Yeah, because we're not gonna do a set review. We're gonna do a not set review. So if you want to help out with that, by all means. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we will probably look at all the the commanders, like the legendary yeah, creatures. Lots of stuff in there because yeah. there is some cool ones. Oh yeah, there's a good one. And um, there's at least at, one good one. At the end of February, we'll we'll do a bonus show. Maybe it'll be Phyrexia related. Maybe it'll be magic adjacent and and be something to do with our meta or something. And that's an, the last thing that you're going to need, I think, is some cool idea, some problem that we are guaranteed to solve in an hour. 100%. Yeah, you let Brando know, commandercookout at gmail.com or at CCO Brando on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I love ideas, so give them to me. Yeah. And I'm going to do nothing. That's right. Well, you know what? It. I'm I'm gonna message patrons, thank you, and I'm gonna have the note saying like, "Hey, this guy, this person is a new patron. Let's make fun of his name." I'm gonna do that still because I I do like to make sure that I say thank you, mm-hmm. and I will update everybody on the show if there is any merch or website updates to be had or any CCO experience updates to be had. Yes. But Brando's doing the content, so I can focus on that stuff because we want to make sure that like Vancouver and Minneapolis coming up. 
those two events that we're going to be at are the freaking best they can be. Yeah. See, if I was doing it, we'd all just show up at the same place at the same time, and there'd be so many of us that wherever we decided to sleep, they couldn't tell us no. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what I'll do then. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Oh, fantastic. So who are we doing today, Ryan? We should talk about uh, at least a single magic card at the beginning of this show. I've got one magic card, and at the time that I decided we were going to do this, when I went into the Archigedect website, the the thumbnail or like the the <laughs> thumbnail as you did there the picture of the card was from when the original art of it leaked because they put new Phyrexia boosters in packs of um, Dominaria remastered was that where all that came from I think so they were in booster packs okay just the regular ones <clears throat> and for that reason people were like oh no they're not leaked they're they're showing these early they must not be giving them out as previews whatever it was i don't care because it's been addressed and the picture now in architect has been corrected yeah but the picture that i had was the low res one with somebody's thumb, thumb. holding the card <laughs> Oh man, maybe I'll screenshot it and send it to Joe. If you're gonna take a picture of like a, a leaked card or whatever, Hold why it would like this so you, you know, can't see your or, hand? Or just put it on the table. Frick. Like you think someone's gonna recognize you from your thumb? You're gonna be internet famous? No. Man, I would love to be internet famous, but enough people don't share the show or subscribe on YouTube. Do it. Hey, did I, did I sound polite when I said that? Kinda. Okay. Well, good. Man, maybe the point is, are... the creature is hundred hand slap. Is it E Honda? Or, as we could call him based on the words written on the card, Ovica Enigma Goliath. Ovica? Ovica. Ovica? Ovica. Ovica? Ovica. That's what I'm going to call her. Okay. That's probably Ovica, but I'm going to call her Ovica Enigma Goliath. It's a flying 6-6 for 7. Holy shit. And what have we learned about commanders that cost 7, Ryan? They better win. They're awesome. Oh. Toxrill? Oh, it's good. Omnath? Hey. Xander, remember him? Huh, no, nope. ruined our whole format. Sure did. Woo-hoo. Anyway, Ovika Enigma Goliath flying Ward three, pay three life. So Ward three and also pay three life. Yes. Okay. So hard to target. Yeah. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create X one one red Phyrexian Goblin creature tokens, where X is the spell's mana cost. They gain haste until end of turn. So you get hasty gobs. Yep, ha- haste gobos. Hasty gobskies. Oh, this is a Phyrexian nightmare creature type. Yeah. So we could do that if we felt like it. Yep. You get hasty goblins when you cast big stuff. Yes. So we're going to cast some big stuff. Yes, we are. But we're not going to pay big mana for it. No, we're not. That is the best part. Yeah, that's my favorite part <laughs> of the, the whole thing. That is the best part. And then we've got some extra stuff to help us along. And my notes say, hmm, at first glance, this kind of looks, feels, smells, tastes like an Is It Spellslinger deck. And though it is, yes. what it really is, is a deck that you're going to Beat your opponent's lips through the back of their yeah, back of their head, back of their butthole. Yeah, that's right. With goblins, if they're like a fish, remember we talked about the fish from yes, last yes, week. Yes, yes, if they're if they're shaped like that fish and they're sideways, and you slap their lips hard enough and accurately enough, they'll go right through their body, not the butthole. Oh man! So I'm working this construction job. Hey, I, my first summer at a university, and there's this guy. He's pounded in this stake to to pour like a like a sidewalk foundation or whatever mm-hmm. you put the form up and you pound the stake in behind so when the concrete gets poured everybody knows what a concrete form looks like yes so he's sitting like on his butt with his legs spread because he's pounding the stake into the ground right and he's got this little sledgehammer and he's pounding down like this oh fast and his knees are up kind of like this beside his head and he's like man i better be careful i'm gonna pound my pecker through my asshole <laughs> <laughs> that's what this deck is gonna do yeah that is what it's going to do. That's awesome. I hope that they come out with one of the, like, remember the, the new Phyrexia goblin tokens? Yes. Where it was like the skeleton alligator goblin? Man, I hope that they have one of those in foil. Have in we set. seen the Tokeskis yet? I haven't. If we have, I haven't. But I'm hoping that we get another alligator goblin because that was one of my favorite goblin tokens. Yeah, all yeah. Time. I use that goblin when I do um, like uh, Halloween or Christmas token arts. He's scary. Yeah. And he's real easy to put a Santa hat on. Yeah, cool. Um, last thing, two two things actually. Okay. One sort of important, one very important. Oh. Um, the not so important one is this deck <laughs> submitted by the Anti Brando. Anti Brando. Maybe you like this deck because you guys are like. Well, it's got goblins in it, so I mean, you automatically know you kind of get my attention. Initially, I was like, "Oh man, is it spells in here? Come on, man!" And then 
Goblins. Wait, it wins with goblins. All the Brandos think alike. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's true. Yeah. Um, Anti Brando just uh, he's a patron supporter. Thank you very much. Just bought a couple shirts from us. Shit. Yeah. We're gonna have those at the face to face thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want CCO shirts, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Second thing. Second thing. Just got a text message. Text message. The boy got his first goal, and I missed it. Terrible dad. Yay! Yeah. That's really cool. He pro- she probably yeah. took a video of it. You'll see it. Nope. She missed it too. That's what the text said. Oh, so she's a bad mom. Yeah, but you know what? Grandpa and Grandma were there, so they saw. Doesn't count. And she said he got two. They're going to hold that. He's going to hold that over you until he's 40. I guarantee you. You know what? I'm just happy he got his first one because it's been a long season (laughs) thus far for his dad. (laughs) Valor, do you really need to get another face tattoo? Like, honestly... (laughs) <laughs> Screw you, Dad! You were Missed there my for my first goal! goal. Yeah. Or my second goal! And then he'll just come home with, like, I don't know, another face tattoo. He'll have somebody else's face oh, tattooed no, no, no. onto his like, face. Like the dude I hired one time at the mine who had a, his eyeballs tattooed. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, is this you? And he looks up and he's got black eyes. He looked like a demon from, um... That Hell. Sh- um, from... Hell. No, what's the, what's the show with the two brothers? The Winchester brothers? I don't know. Oh, yes, you do! I don't know. Frick, people are yelling it in the comments. Supernatural. Yes. Is that it? Yes, the I demons, think. you know, with the black eyes. Never seen this show. That's what this guy looked like. Black Ooh. eye tattoos. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Those are really neat. He was actually. a good welder, too. I, I, I made the joke to his boss. I was like, do you think he needs a welder's mask? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I always wondered if that would, like, if it hurts your eyes. I don't, like, I mean, like, physically because light gets the black attracts light so do you think it just looks get, dark all the time they just get hot i don't know but that's not how eyeballs work yeah, but, well but, they, um, they, i don't know they might hey should we uh maybe maybe, maybe he was that part for rexian look at this look at this oh, what do you no. call it ovica ovica ovica's eyeballs kind of gives me an orco vibe hey oh <laughs> now you can't unsee it oh. ovica alters it even sounds kind of like orco or- doesn't it orco or, no, you go or, 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 Ovica, or, Ovica, Orco, or, just, just, just put Orco on there. Just yep. do it. Hit just me up. Orco, every Thursday on our Facebook page. <laughs> All right? Let's let's uh, let's hit the cards and do the deck. Let's do that, yes. Where should we start? Okay. this is There's a lot going on here. So we've got 12 cards in the category called You Need This. And these are the mana rocks and rituals and stuff. So we've got Talisman of Creativity, Soul Ring, Midnight Cock, is it signet, arcane signet, and then for rituals, oh, and a cursed mirror. Yes. And a glittering stockpile. Look at those artifacts that are colors, man. I can't, I yeah, just can't. they're tricky. Then for rituals, we've got a seething song. That's an instant. Pay three to get five. Yep. A mana geyser. Pay five to get red equal to your opponent's tapped land. Like 60. 25 at least. Yes, you get But at that lots. point, does it even matter? <laughs> yes. We've got a Jessica's Will, which is just fantastic. It's a good card. A Battle Hymn, which is a red for each creature you control. Yeah. And finally, we've got a Mana Echoes, which that I'm card pretty is so sure. damn good. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this card. Absolutely, I am. That's a fantastic card. See if you can do it all from Memoir. Memoir. Red, red, two enchantment. Whenever yep. a creature comes into play, you add X colorless mana to your pool where X is the number of creatures you can, or X is the number of creatures that share a type with that creature. Yes. Yes. So, so if, if, if you got, have a goblin, if I've got a goblin and then you play a goblin, I get two mana. Because there's two of them. That's right. If you have 10 goblins and you pa- cast a goblin, I get 11 mana. Well, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good card. So if I have six goblins, Mm-hmm. And I cast a six drop for free. Mm-hmm. Then there will be, then there will be twelve goblins. Yes, and then you'll get six instances of twelve goblins and add seventy five mana to your, pl- to your pool. Ooh, that's not what I thought you were going to say, but that's even better. Oh yeah, it's real good. Yeah. Okay. Man- mana echoes is a real good card. Okay. So next up, I want to just really quickly go to smooth the draw, and we've got serum visions, preordain, ponder, opt, and consider. Why no brainstorm? I don't know. I was just thinking that. I don't know. Because if we're going to pay one blue to do some version of look at some cards on your library, keep one of them and put the... Why don't play the king? I think because all of these involve scrying and or getting rid of the top of your library and then drawing. And maybe that's important. We'll have to find out. Because brainstorm, you, you can lock yourself and maybe because there's so many... Uh-huh. So many high CMC cards. Let's um, let's count real quick. We've got 
a 10 mana spell. We've got three eight mana spells. We've got six seven mana spells. We've got eight six mana spells. You ran out of fingers. <laughs> I did. We're at 18. And we've got 13 five mana spells. That's 21. That is a lot. And I would think that if you've got two or three of those in your hand and you cast Brainstorm, you might still just have two or three of those in your hand <laughs> versus a, a like a Ponder. If you go look at the top three and they're all eight drops and you need a land, yeah. fucking bin them. Yep. And, or bottom them bottom and then draw a card. It might be a land. This is a deck that might be just begging for some fetch lands. I hate, mm. I hate to say that, but if you're looking to money... Oh, I love, I love looking to money. If you're going to money your deck to make it a little smoother, some fetch lands would help you out. Or, or you could play the cheap ones. There's the come in to play tapped ones. There's Terramorphic Expanse, Evolving Wilds. Yep. Those are good ways to get around you brainstorm locking yourself. Or you could use um, the, the cheap ones from... Um, 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 what's the place with the, with the magic drug? Capenna. Capenna, the Capenna yep. ones that just say uh, island or mountain. Oh, yeah. You would have a couple instances of those because they just say island or mountain. They don't actually have a color identity. Yep. So that those would be good. Yep. And yep. you gain a life. Or, or here's a deep cut. You could play Mad Blind Mountain. Where if you have oh. enough red permanence, you can just shuffle your shuffle library your for library. a red. That's a good one. That's a good That cut. actually is a good suggestion for this deck. Yeah, man. We've a... played Mad Blind Mountain like maybe two times, three times. Mm -hmm. I've been in... trying to find a foil one for years. Oh, yeah. That's hard back back in the day when they were hard enough to find. And I only want to, I only want it so I can play it in Norrin. Why? Because I just want to shuffle my library sometimes. <laughs> I just want to shuffle. Like, oh, I'm bored. It's my turn. I want to shuffle. Do you, do you play anything that lets you look at the top card of your library in that deck? Uh, top. I should play Mad Blind Mountain in my Cascade deck. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good include right there. Mm -hmm, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. See, that's a good ass card, man. Okay. I'm down. So, you know that we've got some card drawn, some smoother outers. You know that we've got the, ma uh, the, the, the mana rocks and the rituals. I want to go to maybe some counter spells. Let's do the no-no square. The, the, that's the counter spells. The no-no square. Yeah. Okay. We've got spell swindle. That is a, f okay, get this. Remember. CMC equals number of goblins with haste. Right. Okay. Five drop counterspell that gives us treasures for the thing that we countered. Cool. Equal to the CMC of the thing we countered. Mm-hmm. Forceful denial. This is counterspell for five Ugh. with cascade. Yeah. So not only are we going to get five, we're going to cascade down and get at least one, two, th or three, or four more. Sick. <laughs> like the sickest rip off of that is counter your spell. I'm going to get nine one ones. And then I'm going to get nine instances of make mana equal to how many one ones I have. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's 81 mana for those who are doing the math. Oh. Desertion. Desertion. Five drop counter a creature or an artifact, then we gain control of it. Commit to memory. That is, put target spell or non-land permanent into its owner's library second from the top. That's a four cast sort of counter spell. That's commit. And yep. then from your graveyard, you can play memory. Each player shuffles their hand and graveyard into their library, then draws seven cards. And that costs six. That's also good because yes. I'm going to get a bunch of goblins out of it. Aether Snatch. Gross. Yeah, I don't even know what that looks like. Yep. Don't Google it? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, well, six mana instant, gain control of target spell. You may choose new targets for it. That is just fine. That's pretty cool, yeah. Because I'm going to get six dudes. You know what else is a really good counter spell that could go in here based on some of the mana producing stuff that we've shown we can do? What is it? Comet Storm. Yes. Yeah. Nothing uh -huh. says, I just made 81 mana, then killing everyone, and then making a bunch of goblins also. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Yes. Oh, Tef's Protection. Oh. But wait Lol. a second, Brando. Then making a bunch of goblins just in case, because your 81-point Comet Storm would have on the stack, when we cast it, because that's what Ovika cares about, mm -hmm. it would have like a 83 casting cost, yeah. and we would make 83 guys. 
Yeah, let's look at some token synergies. Okay. Oh, oh, see what I was one. going at? I, I do. We have a surge to victory. You like this one. You read I this one. I do like surge this to is victory. The, this is the sports ball one. It is the sports ball one. It is a sorcery for red, red, four, exile target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard. Creatures you control get plus X plus O to end of turn, where X is that card's mana value. And then whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player this turn, copy the exiled card. You may cast the copy for free. Dude, so important there. We're casting the copy. Yep. So we get more guys. That's right. They got haste. That's right. We're going to exile, I don't know, an eight drop from our graveyard. Yeah. And time stretch. <laughs> We're not playing time stretch. Aminatsu's Augury is the first eight drop that I see in the list. Yep. So our guys are going to get plus eight, plus oh. Yep. And they have haste. And kill someone. And they're going to kill somebody. And then we're going to cast that that many more times. Yep. And then we're going to get that many more goblins. That's right. Because we're casting it. That's right. This card is sneakily, I think, the most powerful card in the it, deck. It's real good. <laughs> it's real good. Shark Typhoon. Shark Typhoon. Sharknado, if you will. Shark Typhoon. Yes, that's well, what I said. Oh. Shark Typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create an XX blue shark creature token with flying where X is the spell's converted mana cost, and you can cycle it. When you cycle blue one X, cycle it, you get an XX shark. Now, what I like better than this, because this is kind of like a little baby version of our commander. Yeah, this is the Gotal version of our commander. I would like to see like a like a shared animosity. A shared animosity. Yep. That's a good one. Because yeah, it, it costs half as much as far as... The one, it, it's pretty close in price, as in money. Yeah. Costs half as many manas. Yep. And when you attack with your goblins, they all turn into little bitty baby goblin pile drivers. That means they get plus one, plus oh for each other creature type that's that they share. Yeah, like each other creature type, or each other creature that shares a type with them. So you attack with six goblins, they all get plus five, plus oh, and kill somebody. I've played that with persistent petitioners. That's a good ass card. That's a good card right it there. It feels good. And it's like, you forget how good it is until you attack somebody with it. Maybe oh, the anti-Brando didn't have a shared animosity, but he did have a perforos and impact tremors. Oh, baby. So you make a goblin, and then you either two or one all of your opponents. Or three. Or three if you have both. And if they have haste, because they do, yes, you can fire-breathe all of them with perforos by playing blue, nope, Red two yes. creatures you control get plus one plus zero oh until end of turn. Sick. And perforos and impact tremors. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you deal damage. Yes. That's what that does. Yeah. So now let's talk about this card that I didn't realize existed, and that makes me sad. DT. No. This is like a CEDH card, dude. I, I've never. I didn't even know it existed. Oh, didn't ever seen it before in my life, and that makes me sad because I love this picture so much. It's, I love it so much. It's a, it's a big old beast behind a bunch yeah. of sheep. It looks just like that fish we were talking about earlier in the show and last week. It looks just, that's what that fish that we're talking about looks like. Oh, anyway, <laughs> Divergent Transformations yeah. is an instant for red six that has Undaunted. Undaunted means it costs one less for each opponent you have. Exile two target creatures for each of those creatures. Its controller reveals cards from the top of his or her library until they reveal a creature card. Put that card into play, then shuffle your shit. So this card... Costs seven. That's important. Or four. Well, but we, we just, pay four and then it gives us seven now guys. Now you're thinking, yes, it gives us seven goblins and we paid four for it. Yep. And it gets two more guys. Yep. I wonder who those guys are going to be. Now, we've reached a, a, a point in oh. the deck where we're not paying what we should be paying. Right. I think that we should. Look at that that section. We could just continue with that that trend. Okay, we could start with ass drip asshole archmage. This is one of editor Joe's favorite cards. Oh, that's why I called him ass drip. Ew, instead of his real name. Yeah, it goes is, right along with Ether Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Vadric asshole archmage is a one two for is it in one. If it's neither day nor night, it becomes day when he comes into play. Don't care. Instants and sorcery spells cost X less to cast where X is his power. And whenever day becomes night or night becomes day, you put a plus one plus one counter on him. Also don't care. Does that does it doesn't happen? I don't know. I mean it makes our shit cost it makes our shit cost one less. Unless we buff him, then it makes our shit cost way less. Yeah. I would well you could cut like a 
let, let's just say for sake of argument, you could take Seething Song out and put the Celestivus in. It's a three-mana mana rock that just makes it between night and day. Like, you could do that if you wanted. Could we just do, like, could we just do, like, Screaming Fury? Target creature gets plus five, plus O oh for three mana? Yeah. Could we not just put a pump spell in here? You could. Or, like or a, neither, and just use this as a three-cost mana reducer. Yeah. That's fine, too. That's also good. Okay, Thrix the Sudden Storm, blue, blue, three, flash, flying, elemental giant, four, five, spells with converted mana cost five or greater, cost one less to cast. And can't be countered. Remember those two things. Yes. Particularly the one less to cast. The Immortal Sun, six-drop, legendary artifact, Players can't activate Planeswalker loyalty abilities. That's pretty good. That's a good thing, yeah. At the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card. Hey, also, that's pretty good. Also good. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Oh, no, that's good with our Vadric asshole Archmage. And it doubles the power of our goblins. Yeah. Who have haste, remember. That's true. Oh, baby. But also, because that's not enough. It hasn't done enough things. Spells you cast cost one less to cast. Ooh. Ooh. So we've seen at least three things that are going to make all our five drops and and up cost less. We're not even done yet. No. Spectacle Mage. Instants and sorceries with five mana or more cost one less, and it's a two-two for three. Primal art. Primal Amulet. Instants and sorcery spells cost us one less to cast, and then a bunch of other shit when it flips over, but we're never going to flip it. You can flip it over, and it copies the spells when you play them. We could probably flip this over and have it be pretty Do good. we cast the copy, or is it just copy? Uh, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. Uh, well, that's still fine. <laughs> if you're going to pay nine for something, it's going to do something good, and you might as well do it twice. You're probably well, right. Right. Mizics of the Ismagus. Oh, baby. Remember this freaking guy? Goblin Wizard. Hey, that's like one thing I like. If you're playing Animosity, (laughs) shared Animosity. (laughs) It's one more plus one on your 81 goblins. You can deal 81 more damage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 2-2 Goblin Wizard for four. Whenever you cast an instance or sorcery spell with mana value greater than the number of experience counters you have, you get an experience counter. Neat. So you cast a one drop, then a two drop, then a three drop, then a four drop, and you always get an experience counter for that. Instance and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast for each experience counter you have. Sick. Yeah, you don't even need to... You can just play magic, and probably with Mizzix, you'll get two, maybe three, if you just sequence them like a like a magic prayer player that has a brain. Yep. And you'll get two or three, so all your shit costs three less. Yeah. Pretty good. Sounds not too bad. Magnus the Red. Instants and sorceries cost one less. Magnus the Red enters combat damage. 3-3 spawn something. You know what I like kind of better than this guy? It doesn't do the same thing, but also goes really well on the deck is the Locust God. Does that make stuff cost less? Doesn't make things cost less, but every time you draw a card, you get a dude with haste. Flying dude with haste. Okay. It just, I think it goes well in the deck. And this guy, I don't know, like he's fine, but... He's he's a cost reducer, so I can see why he's in here. But the cost reducers that cost four or five, it's like, ooh, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Why aren't we playing Helm of Awakening? How come we're not playing, you know, um, what's what's the, the monuments? Oh, those only work for creatures. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Jace's Sanctum. I do like this one. Instant and sorceries cost one less. Instant and sorcery cast, scry one. Haughty Dejin. Oh, yeah, he's a hottie, too. Equal uh, power and toughness? No, just power equal to instants and sorcery cards in your graveyard. Yep. Sure. Instants and sorceries cost one less to cast. Sick. Sure. Goblin Electromancer? Hey, shared animosity <laughs> starting to look even better. Uh-huh. Instants and sorceries cost one less. Baral Chief of Compliance. Instants and sorceries? One less. Whenever a spell or ability we control counters a spell, we may draw a card, then discard a card. That's less important than... Instance and sorceries cost one less in this yeah, case. And he only costs two. Yeah. So that's really good. And arcane melee is the last one. Instance and sorcery spells cost a whopping two less to cast. Important to note, that one works for your opponents too. Sure. So, so I mean, we're probably going to get more benefit out of it, but it could turn sour for you if you're not oh, paying attention. I get the flavor of it now. It's arcane melee. Yeah, because now we're, we're slinging spells. We're all slinging lip slappers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. real quick. I want to go through the suspend cards because you suspend them for their suspend cost. Yeah. When you cast them, the the uh, Ovika 
mm-hmm. looks at the cost printed in the top right corner of the card. Mm-hmm. So we've got a time crafter. Now I'm going to say, wow, what the hell? Oh, this removes time counters. Or puts them on. Uh, you could sure. put time counters on if you want. Well, you might want if you're going for like an alpha strike turn. Yeah. You might want that. Yep. Fine. It's an X spell. Red X, add or remove time counters from a suspended card. Okay. Now I'm going to say rousing refrain. You suspend three it for two. Mm-hmm. When you cast it, it's five. Right. That's what I care about. Yes. Sure. Everything else is extraneous. I care about five goblins with haste. And it gives you mana and then it resuspends itself. That's important for this card and the next one. Reality strobe. Resuspends itself, suspends for three, casts for six. Good. Bounces a permanent. Joyra of the Gitu suspends something for four turns but it's anything from your hand. Yes. So it could be your nine drop. Time stretch. Ooh. Inspiring refrain suspends for three, casts for six. Mm-hmm. Fury charm. Hey, here's a plus one for In- Vadric. Inspiring refrain draws two cards. Important. Oh, sure. Fury charm. Destroy to our artifact, put a plus one and gains trample and tell him to turn on a creature, remove two time counters from a permanent or suspended card. Yes. And finally... Clock spinning. This is important. Oh, this one isn't a suspend card. It's got buyback. Mm-hmm. It costs blue. You buy it back for three, which means when you cast it, if you've paid the three, instead of putting it into your graveyard when it resolves, it goes back into your hand. That's right. Now, what does it do? Choose a counter or choose a counter on target permanent or suspended card. Remove that counter from the permanent or suspended card or add another of those counters no. onto it. Now, this card is suspicious, not suspiciously good. It is fucking good Ooh. in this deck because let's say you have three cost reducers or a really lucky Magus of the Is Magus. Or like Vadric is three power. Yeah, so now you can take a time counter off of something for blue. Yes. So you could go... Blue, 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 make six goblins, draw two cards. Blue, 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 make six goblins, draw two cards. Blue, 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 make six goblins, draw two cards. Or blue, 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 bounce a thing. Make six goblins. Blue, blue, blue. Oh, make with Reality goblins. Strober rousing refrain. That's right. You, they resuspend themselves. Yes. And then you go blue, 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 and, and you buy it back each time. Yep. Counter off, counter off, counter off. And so you're making goblin, 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 goblin. You make goblin, time. goblin, goblin. And then you make six, six goblins, goblins. resuspends, right. goblin, goblin, goblin. Okay. Yeah. yeah so that's you, good. And you can do that with drawing cards. You can do that with making red mana. Or you can do that with, uh, what's the other thing? That was? Bouncing permanence. There's also another red one called arc slash arc bolt something. Sure. That does two damage to something And then well. resuspends itself? Yes. Oh, that's a good idea. We just need a way to make continuous... Um, blue blue mana because rousing refrain will only make red mana equal to opponent's hand like yes. Jessica's will correct so we would need to solve for blue uh, sure there are cards that let you pay one of any color to get a mana of a color yes there are if we wanted to do that but that's not what we're doing here but that is something that should not be overlooked in a deck like this. Clock spinning is a really good card. Yeah, we're we're more interested in casting eight and ten drops. Let me hit you with another thing, just real quick, that we could do with suspend cards. Sure. You ever heard of delay? Yes. So you like play a time stretch for whatever, then you de- get your ten goblins. Yes. Delay it. Get two more goblins. Clock spinning all the counters back off of it, and then time stretch again to make 10 more goblins. And then you have two turns and 40 goblins, baby. Yeah. You mean you would have four turns? No, just two. Oh, you, two turns because you, you countered yeah, the first time. Because you countered yeah. the first time. But that's all stuff that you can do with suspend. That's a mechanic I hope makes a comeback soon because I really do enjoy it. Yeah, suspend. Suspend was really, really strong in modern Masters one. Yeah. I just drafted all the suspend guys. And I'm like, hey, this is really freaking good. It's real good. I'll play my 4-4 on turn one. Huh, idiot, I'll hit you for two on turn two. Oh, just wait. Yeah. On turn two, I'm going to play my 4-3. <laughs> then on turn three, my 5-5. Five, five. <laughs> and then on turn four, my 4-4 four, four, and a 5-5. Five, five. <laughs> <Yeah>. Idiot. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Oh, yeah. So now we're going to talk about American spells. And I, don't I, know what I, I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't get the, I don't get the reference because there's no white in here. And there's no birds or guns. Well, I guess there's a bird on one of them. 
So I'm I, not really sure. I didn't get it. I was I hoping that you would. No, I didn't get the joke. Is it is it because they're expensive, but they should be free? Is this supposed to is this supposed to invoke health care? Is that what this is? Is it like is it is it because other countries are all socialists and in America we pay for things? Is it because we built this mana base on the backs of strong unionized workers and other countries are trying to take your jobs with their socialist whatever agenda? Yes. Is that is that yes. what we're doing? We're that's yeah, we're doing this. First card, treasure cruise. Treasure cruise. It's what the hospitals go on after you have after, surgery. After you pay for surgery, draw three cards, but it costs eight mana, but it costs blue because it got delve. That's right. You See. exile cards from your graveyard, but Ovika only cares about the number printed on the top right hand corner of the card. That is correct. Or if it's an X, it cares because what you pay into X. Yes. But that's a special case. Ovika cares when you cast it, and X is equal to what you pay into it when it's on the stack, which is when Ovika checks it. Correct. Okay. Sunbird's Invocation. That kind of gives cards you cast, kind of gives them Cascade. Me. We're going to call it that. And it costs six, and it's an enchantment. Sure. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I'm so excited. This card is so good in this deck. Possibility Storm. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Okay, this is an enchantment for red, red, three. And we're going to get five off of this right off the bat. Yes, we are. So what it says is like this. Whenever a player, any player, so the player who does not plan for this to happen because they didn't know that it's in our deck, Mm -hmm. is going to get boned. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's a little bit chaosy, but we can harness that chaos in Correct. a very pointy fashion. Yes. <laughs> Whenever a player casts a spell from their hand. From their hand. Okay. From their hand. That player exiles it, then exiles cards from the top of their library until they hit a card that shares a card type with the card that they cast from their hand. So sorcery to sorcery, creature to creature, etc., etc. Yes. That player may, may cast that card, and puts all cards exiled with Possibility Storm on the bottom of their library in a random order. Yeah! So, we cast a dig-through time for eight. Right. But really, we we only played two. Right. And we're going to go down, 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 until we hit a Gush, because it's also an instant. Yep. And then, instead of paying Gush's five mana cost, Mm -hmm. we're going to pay zero and cast it for free. That's right. So, we're going to get eight goblins from Dig Through Time, even though we paid two mana. That's right. After we got five from Possibility Storm, and then we're going to also cast Gush and get five more. That's right. And draw two cards. And draw two cards. That's right. Those are just the examples that I used. Or we're going to play Serum Visions and get a Time Stretch. I will not stop until Time Stretch is in this deck. It's the one and only deck, I will say. Time stretch. Yes. Card of the week. Of the week. Time stretch. Time Blue stretch. Eight. Target player takes two extra turns. A couple things of note. I know that you just opened time stretches and totally nonchalanted them on the first BBO of CCO. You're like, this card sucks. It's not even worth anything. And you open up like a foil borderless alternate art one. And I'm like, Brando's a fucking idiot. Like he doesn't know what anything's worth. And I was getting mad. I was like, you just opened up like a $500 booster box. And you're like, oh, and then at the end you were like, I guess this box wasn't so bad. You're going to have to tune in and watch, everybody. It's, it's going to be good. Next card, Oracle's Vault. Oracle's Vault. Exile the... T- okay, pay two. It's an artifact. Pay two. Tap. Exile the top card of your library. Until end of turn, you may cast that card. Put a block counter on Oracle's Vault. <laughs> brick. Or a brick. Brick counter. Brick counter. Brick counter. Pay... No, tap. Exile the top card of your library, and until end of turn, you may play that card without paying its mana cost. Activate only if you got three or more brick counters. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I kind of like those those build-your-own-artifact things from Amonkhet. Hey, like you do a thing, and then it gets a counter, and then when you have enough counters, it does a different thing. Yeah. I kind of like those. I like that design. That's a cool one. Give me a real Old Testament vibe, you know, building those pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> Mizix's Mastery. Oh man, this is a this is a four drop. It overloads for eight. When you cast it for overload, you still only get four goblins. Correct. Because that's an alternative casting cost. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, not on the top right-hand corner correct. of the card. Exile, target card, that's an instant or sorcery from your graveyard. For each card exiled this way, copy it, and you may cast. Oh, yeah, look at that. Cast the copy without paying its mana cost. If you overload it for eight, you replace target with each. That's right. So you exile each instant or sorcery from your graveyard, and you cast them all for free. So you go preordain, mana geyser, treasure cruise, time stretch, win. Man, can you can you imagine? Okay, this is what you do. You you do the preordains, the ops, and the considers, and blah, 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 and you find, like, the mana echoes and the mana geysers and seething songs, and you do all that, do all that, do all that. You get up the mana to do your Mizzix's Mastery, and then you do all those rituals again, and then you cast all the ponders and the preordains again until you find your Baral's expertise or whatever. You cast it. That bounces three things, by the way, <laughs> and all the blockers are out of the way, and you've got, like, 65 one ones. Yep. That have haste. <laughs> Remember? Okay. I love this deck. Mine's I, Dilation I knew, is next. I knew you'd like it. I like this I one. I knew you'd like it. Mine's Dilation. I've lost to this freaking card. Whenever an opponent casts their first spell each turn, that player exiles the top card of their library. If it's a non-land card, we can play it for free. <laughs> we play it. We play it for free. Yes. <laughs> and we would get goblins. I love it. We have Gush. We already we, talked, we talked about, about Gush. Gush. You can cast Gush for free by bouncing two islands to their owner's hand. Correct. Which is very excellent. You know what that means? It's like, ooh, it looks like I'm five mana sh or five creatures short for uh, to kill you. Teehee. Bounce two islands. Make five one ones with haste. Kill you. Die. Ooh. Yeah. What if what if we had shared animosity? Oh, make five one ones with haste. They're all six ones. Uh oh. Lol. <laughs> Flawless Forgery. Flawless Forgery. This got Casualty 3? Cast this card, pay 3, grade. I don't know what that does. You sack, casualty is like you sack a creature with power that or greater. In this case, 3. If you do, you copy the spell, and you can choose new targets. Oh. Copy. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that's how that works. And then it, you exile target instant or sorcery from an opponent's graveyard, copy it, and cast it for free. I'm okay with that. It's pretty good. I, I don't like... Stuff that cares about my opponent's stuff, like flawless forgery or mind's dilation, I would rather pave my own way, right? And as you say, time stretch. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I love time stretch. We speaking of time, we have a dig through time. We, we talked about we that. We can dig through it. Look at the top seven. Keep two of them instant, mind you, for eight. But you delve it down to blue, blue. That's right. Blue, blue. Look at seven. Draw two. Next up, we have the theory behind CCO podcast, creative technique. Oh, this is what Brando is going to be exercising over the next month or so. That's right. This is a sorcery for Red 4 got demonstrate. No. Oh, okay. You may cast this spell. Uh, when you cast this spell, you may copy it. If you do, choose an opponent. They also copy it. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Shuffle your library. Then, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Exile that card and put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. You may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost. Yeah, so you can do that once or you can do it twice and an opponent gets to do it once. I don't know, man. What if I hit something that is like a land? Oh, no, because no, I don't. reveal till I hit something. Yeah, you get something. Okay, that's good. You're guaranteed to get something. That's a good one. Yep. You know what else is good? Counterlash. Hey, how come this isn't the counterspell section? Because it costs six. Oh. Yeah. Counter target spell. You may cast non-land card from your hand that shares a card type with it without paying its mana cost. Yep. Oh, oh, my God. Nice rampant growth, bro. Time, Time stretch. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, man. I love me some time stretch. Right? I do too. Yeah. Commandeer. Commandeer. Oh, blue, blue, five. <laughs> okay. You may remove... Oh, wait. I, was, I should have read that last. Yeah. Gain control of target non-creature spell. You may choose new targets for it. Yep. Sure. That's just... I get your thing. I can remove two blue cards in my hand from the game and cast it for free. Neat. 
Cast it for free. Hey, that, that actually is a really nice ramen growth there, bud. Thank <laughs> you. I'll, I'll exile my two cards. Yeah. Cast through time. Instant and sorcery spells you control. Ha- oh, frick. Have <laughs> rebound. <laughs> which which means when you cast them, they go to exile, and you cast them again on your next upkeep. Yeah. You cast them again. Yep. Also, this costs seven. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I'm okay with. Which is I'm okay with this yep. costing seven. We talk, We mentioned Baral's expertise. What does that shit do? Three drop, no, sorry, five drop sorcery bounces up to three creatures uh, and or artifacts. And then we can cast a card with four CMC or less for free. Yeah. So we're tacking on three or two or one to our five drop. Yes, and bouncing some stuff. Yeah, so we can make like eight guys and bounce three blockers. And then swing with eight guys. Yeah, because they all have haste. That's right. Man, why do they have haste? <laughs> why wouldn't they have haste? Oh. That's it. Why not haste? Arcane Endeavor. Ooh. Oh, here we go. Blue, blue, five sorcery. Roll two, D8. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. And choose one result. Draw cards equal to that result. Then you may cast one instant or sorcery card with mana value less than or equal to the other result. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you could like draw two cards, and then play an eight drop for free. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Unfortunately, on a D eight, you cannot hit time stretch. Time stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Time stretch. That's the opposite. Yeah. Time compression. <laughs> yes. And that's what I freaking feel. <laughs> <laughs> and the very last card in the whole deck is Aminatu's Augury. A whole eight mana for this baby sorcery. Exile the top eight cards or library. You may put a land card from among them onto the battlefield. Ooh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until end of turn, for each non-land card type, you may cast a card of that type from among the exiled cards for free. Sick. So that's why I didn't care that that cast through time is seven. Because yeah. we might hit it, and it's an enchantment. So we can cast like a Vadric for free, and then we can cast an enchantment for free, mm-hmm. then an instant for free, and then a sorcery for free, and then... Maybe a Joyra for free. No, we already cast a Vadric. An Immortal Sun for free. (laughs) (laughs) All while making 1-1 goblins that also have haste. That will beat wholesale ass because they're goblins, and that's what they're supposed to do. What if that enchantment was a shared animosity? What if that artifact was a coat of arms, which actually costs five? What if the sorcery was a time Time stretch? stretch? Yes, very good. Time stretch could potentially represent 30 damage in the deck. If somebody has no blockers, you make you make ten uh-huh. and attack, uh-huh. and then take a turn. Yep. Make ten, attack, attack, yep. make ten. Attack. But you, you still have the ten, and then you attack. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have the ten. Yeah, yeah. So that's not doing anything else. That's that's assuming you go time stretch and then you take two turns and don't do anything else. Is this the only deck in the world where time stretch does not win you the game? Yes. And we've been hyping it this whole time. Yes. <laughs> and that's why we can do it because it doesn't instantly win you the game probably. It probably still does. It probably still does. It probably still does. Yeah. Still does. Yeah. yeah. You know what else would be good in here I just thought of? What's it called? That card that lets you scroll rack. Oh yeah, scroll crack. The scroll rack would be pretty good. Yeah. Any deck that plays possibility storm by the by real good with scroll rack. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you put your time stretch on top to find your opt or whatever, and then you... Anything that cares about multiple instances of cast, good with Possibility Storm, like Zata. Yeah. Copies the thing that you cast, and then copies the thing that you cast again. Yeah. Ooh, very good. Yeah, yep, super yep, good. Yep. Strengths and weaknesses. Strength, it's awesome. I knew you'd like it. Yeah. I like... And you know what, strength? It's the new hotness. It's fun. I bet you there's multiple build paths. I bet you you could... You could pump this deck's nads up to 10 with extra turns. Easy. And and you you play all the extra turn spells that cost 5 and 6 and 10, right? Yep. And 7 with um yeah. with uh, uh Ren's Epiphany. That gets you birds too on your extra turn. You can attack with those too. Oh shit, yeah, get in there with birds. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Or you could you could dumb this right down with just pump spells and and like cost reducers and make it into like just a go wide Pump my guys. Put Zada in here so you get goblins and you also target Zada with something that replicates to all the goblins that you just got with the cast trigger. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine? You do um you do like a pump spell or whatever with Zada, you target it, and you get the goblins before Zada's ability resolves. Yep. 
Screaming Fury. Screaming Fury, Die. baby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you'll be screaming, I should have played Time Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time. So that's the, yeah. It does, is it bullcrap? But it beats you with goblins. So it makes people forget that you're doing a bunch of is it bullcrap. And you get to play all that high, 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 high mana cost stuff that normally doesn't make the cut in a deck like this. Which yes. Which is actually really cool. You get to play lots of fun stuff like... Cast through time and Aminatu's Augury and all these other things that a lot of them, oh, they cost eight, so I can't play them in my deck because they're not efficient enough. Well, boy, howdy, let me tell you about efficiency in this deck. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I like this guy. Yep. Now, weaknesses. Weaknesses. We got we got as a seven drop commandy. Which are always really good, and everybody knows that. But here's the thing, though. I don't know if I don't know how much of a weakness this is because of the huge ward cost that's attached to it. That's true. Three and pay three life. What's going to happen, though, is you're going to go nuts with goblins with haste and dink somebody, stomp somebody's dink. Oh, yeah. For eight or ten or twelve or whatever, they're going to go wrath of God. And you're going to maybe, you know, have that, that mana geyser in your hand still, and mm. you're going to go, mana geyser, play my commander again, use the leftover mana to, you know, do something, get four or five guys, they're yeah. going to go Wrath of God. And mm. now your commander costs 11. Yeah, and you're not playing Omnath, so that doesn't mean you can play it and a 20-point Genesis Wave on your next turn. Uh, yeah. They're, those are different decks. This is still an different. is it deck. It does yes. not have green in it. Correct. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Maybe you'll play so, a battle and it'll give you green somehow. Maybe that's what battles do. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. See, we did we, we hit on a on a pop culture topic. Yeah. Although I assume by the time people hear this, we're gonna know what the new card type does, but maybe. maybe. Hey, there's a new card type. Yep. Just in case you haven't fi- yep. figured it out yet. Spoiled um, on new Atraxa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like they did with Tarmogoy for Vold. Remember Planeswalker? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Tribal. Yep. I wonder how reliant of uh, how reliant on your commander is this deck? I think very. All the way. Do you do you put the extra turns and make, air quotes, that deck or be that guy as a means to protect yourself from the go-wide nature of the deck? Do, do you do that? I think there's a... <laughs> I don't know if this is going to sound dumb, but when I was reading through this deck, this is the first thing I thought. It's like, man, you should play extra turns in here so that if they kill your commander, you can take an extra turn to have enough turns to play enough land that you can play them again. <laughs> like, you know Time what I mean? stretch, draw a card, play a land. Ooh, that's a 10-drop freaking uh, rampant growth. Right? <laughs> yeah. So that's, I don't know, that's kind of, that was my my thought. I like what, what we have here yep. better than that. I like the high risk, high reward. We oh, love that on Commander love Cookout it. Podcast. I love that it's a 7-drop commander that continues the trend of 7-drop commanders. They're just, just ridiculous. Can I say... That they gank people? Yes, you can say that they do that. That is a take a drink in CCO land. We have mm-hmm. firmly established that on Sidewalk Slam 8, that if I say the word gank, somebody's drinking. Yep. Mostly me. But yep. Okay, but here we go. And that's what I like about these seven drop commanders, like Toxreal, like Omnath, like yeah. Xander, like this. I'm even, I was even tempted to build this for like a microsecond. They're, they're game warpers, right? And yep. they are must answer game warpers. And if they do get answered, well, that's the game sometimes, yep, right? That's, that's and you have to be okay with that because on the flip side of, eh, that's the game is, hell yeah, brother. Yeah, game's <laughs> right? over now, suckers. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I want to talk real quick here. We built this whole deck, no extra tourneys, $285. I think that the new normal is 200 to 300 Yeah. Precons have done a really good job of making decks not cost that much. Mm-hmm. And generally, there's four, five, six cards that if you take out, your deck is going to be $100 less. Yeah. So if I were out there in CCO Nation, I would watch out for those five or six cards. And if you can make your deck work as per last week's bonus episode with a little bit of creativity, you can save a ton of money. But I think for the new hotness, this $285 no extra turns is it deck is pretty dang cool. Or you could invest, like we said last week, some dollars and get a better land base to like stop yourself from brainstorm locking yourself. Get a top, get a brainstorm. Get a scroll crack, maybe cut a perforos because we haven't even talked about like 
peripherals triggers to win. We've just yeah. been talking about hitting with one ones. That's right. right? Could, so there's all kinds of ways to be creative and mix it up. You could play a witty roast master. You could play that bulldozer guy from Capenna that doubles his power every time a creature comes into play. Holy oh, shit! Yes. Uh, um. Uh, Devilish Valet. That's the Is one. Is that the one? Oh. Card of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, real quick. Real, real quick. Real quick because Editor Joe is going to slap our lips off. If you want to pick up either Card of the Week, you head on over to FusionGamingOnline.com and use promo code CCOSLAM, save 5% off, and slam your opponents. Yes, with the new hotness. And if you want to spend a couple extra dollars every Thursday on our Facebook page, you can hit up Ryan, get an Orco painted on this thing. There you go. Yes. There you go. Final business tip touchers we forgot to mention at the top of the show, geekwood.ca, where you can use our affiliate link that you can find in the show notes anywhere you're listening or watching the show. And CCO Podcast promo code to save 10% off on your high-end gaming supplies. Like that D8 you're going to use to mm. roll and do that one play, card. Play shit for free, which might have a frog in it. I forgot them again. Oh, yeah. It'll happen. Don't even worry about it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go down, partner. I'm not worrying about anything because it's the last recording before I'm going on vacation. And I think that's a happy thought to leave off on. So thank you so much, Auntie Brando, for sending the deck. You know me so well. You might be real Brando from another dimension. Whoa. Have, a, have a great vacation, Ryan. And we are going to be back next week to start the arc of Brando's in charge on Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.